How's it going, everybody? Jeff Slakey here, and I am continuing my candidate conversations, and I'm sitting now with Kathy McDowell, who is running for re-election in the city of Shelton Council position number two. How are you doing? I'm fine. Beautiful day here it's in gorgeous day. Shelton. Yeah. You are running for re-election here, so kind of let's talk a little bit about the last term, and you've been involved with the council now for a little while, and what do you think? How has this last term been for you, and, and what are you looking forward to to hope to get done in the next one? Um, it's been a good second term for me. Um, we've accomplished quite a bit as a council working on the city budget and trying to get that balanced. Uh, projects in town, you can see the project on Railroad Avenue, our yeah. Western Gateway project. Uh, and that was, that was a big one that we did. Uh, we're working on just keeping the sewer water treatment plant going, keeping it clean, raising funds for different projects. So it's been, it doesn't go fast, but it goes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what they say about the wheels of government. They move slowly, but they move. Um, what are what are some projects that have started to pique your fancy here as we move into these next couple of years? And also I want to talk to you about the, Water and sewer rates. I'm hearing a lot of people talk about that in the community. Well, uh, a project has piqued my fancy. Yeah. What's uh, been, well, what? we got the basketball court done. Yeah. That was a big peak, and it's being well used. Yeah, I noticed. So that was a great one. Um, the, Parking lot. The housing projects that are coming in. Yeah. Uh, and what people don't realize is that in order to keep our water and sewer rates down, we have to bring... We have to bring hookups. Yeah. And so we have several different uh, housing projects that are kind of in the works. What's the um, difference? Can you explain the difference between what's happening up in the Belfair area and the kind of the growth that they have with the housing there and the slow, the seemingly slowness of the housing here? I couldn't tell you that. I, I, it's just that... We're a different area. Okay. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't know the difference between how fast it's going there and why it's slow. I know we have, it takes money. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't answer that right now. I'm just wondering, because I see a lot of, I was talking with the superintendent up at North Mason about some of their growth. Right. Because of the housing that's come up there and, and things like that. So then back to, back to Shelton then. What are what are ways that you're trying to make make the housing come around quicker? Um, just getting the infrastructure up and running. We can't we cannot have housing projects come in without the infrastructure. We have water. We have no storage. Right. That's part of our water issue. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Why the rates are going up? Because we're going to have to. Uh, put in these water towers to hold the water so it's kind of a circle yeah if you don't have i was explaining to someone yesterday that if you don't have the infrastructure ready then the building can't come in the building won't come in until the infrastructure yeah there. it's a cycle right and when you talk to your other council members or your state representatives I mean, they have to know that. They do. And so how do we get, 
How do we get through this, get this ball moving? Well, we go out for grants. Okay. That's what um, is a big saver for us. And we've been really good about getting grants for projects. Yeah. So, But many of them are matching grants, so we have to have the money there to match the grants. Right. But if they can help us get grants for projects, then we can go ahead and go forward. What else is happening within the city? Some things that you've uh, been proud that you've been part of to accomplish. I know the basketball court and the parking lots are big ones there for you, but internally within the city that folks might not know. Oh, let's see, internally. We hired our manager internally. Yeah, right. Perfect, perfect uh, hire. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't have to go out and spend our money that we don't have to find a new manager. Oh, yeah, we that's got, a good point. We got the manager from within. Um, also, we just hired a police, well, we didn't, but Mark hired the police chief. Yeah. 18 years in the Shelton Police Department. Nice guy. Knowledgeable. Uh-huh. He's going to do a great job. What are those types of kind of long, long-timers, Shelton long-timers mean to the, the consistency of city government, kind of the even-keelness of city government? Well, they know what they're doing. And, uh, and when they're around that many years, we know them. So we have confidence in them. Sure. Mark is very knowledgeable at managing this city. Yeah. And uh, Officer Costad will be very knowledgeable at handling the city. What are some of the uh, challenges that you see over the next couple of years, like the trajectory of maybe not just the internal finances of the city, but just the city overall, the trajectory of it? Um. The, the way it's going to go? Yeah. Uh, future housing. That's their big one. Um, but that's an internal thing, too, because we have to have money for that. Right. There was a lot of pushback from some of the community people who talk at the meetings and some community groups banded together and, and stuff when you guys were talking about increased housing. So how do you get them on board? Well... We have to make sure that the project is in the right spot. Okay. That project was not going to be in the right spot. Right. Uh, 400 rooftops on that property was not going to work. Um, it would have been great money coming into the city as far as revenue goes. But uh, we have to think of what it does to our city as far as traffic impacts, our schools, yeah. our hospital. Um, so, you know, let's do smaller projects my my thing was that let's do small projects, different places in town, different places in the city. Uh -huh. um, then you know the impact on the schools and the traffic isn't as large. Right, right. Um, those, though that project was close to a pristine, long time yeah. community that just they they knew what was coming if we went there. Right. So you got to try to get them. And that, that was that Island Lake project, and, right. and Island Lake wasn't even in the city limits, really. But Right. We have to get, we have been getting um, our UGA, so some of our county property, we're getting into the city. Right. And that's where we can do the housing projects. Okay. 
if those housing projects were outside the city limits, then we wouldn't be getting, they would be hooked up to septic and, and wells. And right. so we need the revenue. So when you're out there talking with folks, either through the campaign or just in your daily life, what are some of the common things you hear about the city of Shelton is great because, or the city of Shelton needs some work on this? The city of Shelton is great. It's a great community. It's a pretty town. The city of Shelton is not great because it's growing too fast. Okay. Uh, There's people that want the city to stay small, but if you have a city that stays small, then you have financial issues. Uh, We want the city to grow, not explode overnight, but we've been talking about growth now for 20 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when the uh, sewer and the septic, or the sewer uh, system, the plant, water treatment plant, was told by the state, we were told, I think it was probably 20 years, 18, 19 years ago, that we could not build anymore because our sewer would not. Right. And water treatment plant. So we had an unfunded mandate. You either get this up to date out of your own pocket. Right. Or you don't have any more building. Well, then you don't have any more building. Businesses can't come in. You know, houses can't be built. And that word spreads fast, too, within the, those communities. Yeah. Well, Shelton's not a place to... Don't even worry about it. Right. And Shelton is down in a... Yeah. A hole, a valley, I should say. Yeah. Beautiful on the water. Um, but it's not some place that says, let's go to Shelton for the day. Sure. You know. How do we change that? We bring in we bring in more we bring in more restaurants, more more shopping. People want to come. Uh huh. The downtown the downtown area, Main Street, Railroad Avenue get that up and running with shops and restaurants and people then go oh okay let's let's go to Shelton for the day and yeah. just eat and walk around so what are we at about 10,000 12,000 people here we're at ten, about close to 11,000 okay yeah is there a number a population number in your head or a comparable city that you could say we could get there and it wouldn't be a major disruption to the current citizens i think uh port orchard might be one. Oh, okay know, yeah go to port orchard and that's a great little town um i like i do like belfair they're they're bringing some really neat things into belfair yeah so what was your question again well just kind of um what what would be a size I was talking to somebody else about, you know, either being a not Shelton, not wanting to be a bedroom community, but not wanting to grow, you know, super fast. So where's that kind of mid range, I guess? I would probably say population wise, 12,000, 13,000. So not much more than where we're at. Not much more than what, but we have to bring in the right, the right businesses. Yeah. And, Something, somebody else brought it up, something interesting that I thought of is that, you know, in some other counties or cities, there is uh, perhaps a, a coalesce, a centralization of the 
of the money. You know, people live in the city and they're, they've, there's some pockets of money. And then outside in the county, there's little neighborhoods here and there, but mm -hmm. it's kind of opposite that. Most people, a lot of folks have more um, disposable income, perhaps. Maybe they're retirees, but they live outside the city limits. Right. And business owners live outside the city limits, but come in every day and do their, their work in the city. Right. And those can have some pretty big impacts. They can. Uh, we're looking at um, how the B&O tax affects our city. Yeah. Um, and uh, the... We we like the businesses in town. We would like the owners to live in the city limits. It would be great. Yeah. But um, they have chosen, they've proved that they want their business in town. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, it's good. But I would say Port, Port Orchard right in there. Uh, maybe Port Townsend eventually. Yeah. Uh, some really neat things in Port Townsend. Uh, little, little things that catch people's eyes you know little art art stuff and but like double the population would be way too much double that, yeah think? yeah and we we could not do that overnight no but i would say maybe in another 20 years we might have we might have double wow we have to just push the you know uga out yeah and when it comes to those conversations with the county they're all everybody's all nice with each other and everybody plays well Pretty much. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's conversations that get heated, passionate at times, but everybody's trying to get to the same spot. We all, I've always said we live in one house. We right. live under one roof, and that's the county roof. Yeah. We all need to work together, city and county. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens here in the next couple of years. And Kathy McDowell is trying uh, to get your vote again for re-election uh, in city council position two. And, uh, well, thank you, Kathy. It's always good to thank talk you, with you. Thank you, Jeff.